Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kimpy in Premier League, it's been heating up. 12 managers sacked. No, yesterday Chelsea joined Tottenham in their search for a new manager, Louis, following the club second of Graham Potter after less than a season in charge. It's been a turbulent couple of years for Chelsea, and this move will have plenty of critiques with the London-based side set to face Real Madrid next week in the Champions League quarterfinals. We have Luke Thrower, who writes for Football London up there in the UK on the line. Morena Luke, or should I say, good evening, mate. How are you going? Not too bad. How are you guys? Mate, would you want to be a manager actually in the EPL these days, having 12 of them been sacked this year so far? Um, I'll tell you what, the, I reckon the payoff is decent, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a hard um, one. And are you support, what about the decision to, to, to get rid of Potter? Is it the right one um, by Chelsea this, uh, this part of the year? Um, it's, it's bizarre. I don't know about the timing of it because it, it feels strange to have not maybe have done it sooner because there were the um higher state games against Borussia Dortmund um in the Champions League in the in the last round um so it seems strange for them to do it the first game after an international break as well but um if if they feel like they've made a mistake the best time to correct it is as soon as possible but I suppose questions have to be asked about making the decision to hire him in the first place that's right, but those people don't necessarily have to answer the questions, do they, Luke? And that's kind of how sport works. Um, they'll paper over the cracks and maybe just get a new a new manager. There'll be lots of fancied clubs feeling a little bit down on their season this year. And the EPL, when you look at the ladder as a, a fair-weather fan, you might be forgiven to thinking it's a, a little bit confusing or a little bit upside down in parts, what's the overarching storyline of a club overachieving or a club underachieving? What's If somebody asks you at the pub, what's the one that you just did not see either way for you? Um, good question. I suppose I, I, I could sort of feel the, the Chelsea one because in terms of underachieving, I could, I could feel that because um, Tuchel was very unhappy during pre-season, but... Um, Liverpool, perhaps. Um, I couldn't see them underachieving. I thought they'd be right bang in the mix. Um, but clearly it feels like they need a little bit of a, a shuffle. And in terms of overachieving, maybe Fulham. Because um, I think most people um, would be a bit surprised by Brighton and Brentford. But they've got very, very good um, owners. Very, very good. Um, very well ran, rather. Um, whereas Fulham, I think they've they've really overperformed. And I didn't expect that. So... Luke, did you see did you see Newcastle uh, creeping up the ladder the way they did to sit in third position? Um, perhaps not quite as quick as they have, but they've made some really shrewd signings, and and Eddie Howe has got them really well organised. And um, 
I don't think there's there's a whole lot in terms of um, difference between being at that bottom and getting yourself um, involved in the European spots. We've seen West Ham do it over the last couple of years and now dropping off again. But yeah, they've they've, they've made some fantastic progress. I didn't see it being quite as good as it has been, but yeah, it's it's been great. Up north, you're right. Man City, unsurprising, always. You know, we we know what to expect from the the juggernaut of Pep and Man City United. I think it is good for the competition. Not many, I'm sure lots of fans wouldn't agree with that, but I think it's great for the, the Premier League to have them in the Champions League hunt. But Liverpool, 8th, 42 points, not a happy time. And Jurgen Klopp said that if it was my first season, it would be slightly different. I'm aware of the fact that I'm sitting here because of the past, not because we did this season. So how much leeway does he have from the owners? Um, I think quite a lot because they've overachieved over the last couple of years, to be honest. If you look at their their wage bill, which I think is normally the best way to judge where a team should roughly finish um, rather than transfer spend, Liverpool have outperformed that quite a bit. So I think he's got, at least this season, I think maybe in, if over the summer they spend a bit and they make a very poor start, perhaps there will be um, some nervous people in the hierarchy at, at Liverpool. But I think for the moment, he's he's definitely got the season. He's definitely earned himself a rebuild. Um, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. If it's the same trend as this season, I think there will definitely be more questions asked. And what, what about their neighbour, Everton? Is, is, is it highly likely that Everton uh, don't play in the Premiership next year? Um, they're in a bit of trouble, but they've, they've made a, a very good managerial appointment with Sean Dyche. I think he knows how to get themselves out of this you know, relegation scrap. Um, he sets teams up very well. And I, I really wouldn't be surprised if, I know they're playing right now, but if they manage to get three points against Spurs tonight. Um, but it, it's it's a real trouble if, if they do go down because they're trying to build this new stadium at the moment. They're um, currently been sent to an independent panel for breaking or being alleged to have broken um, financial rules, which could add several penalties to them in terms of points and and other restrictions. So they need Premier League football, but it's a very big reality that they could face the drop. They just need to keep getting a couple of wins here and there as they have done. So the happiest London club would be Arsenal, right? They they are just sky high, absolutely flying the gunners. Can't put a foot wrong. Can Arsenal fans that you know and those supporters that have been burnt time and time again finally admit that this is their year? Luke, do you think that they can finally just <laughs> rela- relax or are they still just paranoid and won't let you say that they're going to win the league? Um, I, I don't think they'll relax until until it's done, to be honest, because of how many times they've been burnt. As you say, it's um, they've got some big fixtures coming up. Um, but I think also the messaging from the manager gets that across. Arteta keeps saying, look, we're just going to control the controllables. We'll go out to the next game and try and win that and we'll think about the other games when they come. Um, but they've got they've got a, a not easy running. Um, you know they've got Liverpool next. Uh, they've still got to play Man City. They've got to play Newcastle, and who knows what sort of entity Chelsea will be when they face them because they might have com- done a complete one eighty. So, you know, it's not time to be thinking about that yet. But they if they keep ticking down the games, if they can just keep themselves at this arm's distance from Man City and get past that game, then I think. I, I think people will be talking about them as definitely being champions at that point, but it's still slightly too early to say. Hey, look, we had a bit of a debate here on 
on the show last week in and around uh, Harry Kane and this hamburger, this burger. I don't know if you know, know New Zealand, but New Zealand are, are well known for burgers. Um, but this this Harry Kane burger, we we had a conversation on the show here that said it was probably something that wouldn't sell too well down here. Have you had a had a chance to to taste one of those those burgers that Harry Kane's come out with at the moment? And how how is it the English public taken? I know they love their soccer up there. How, how have they taken to it? I'll be honest, I actually haven't heard of it. <laughs> this is actually the first time you've mentioned it. So I think that perhaps <laughs> might say a little bit about how that has been received here, the fact that I haven't exactly heard of it. I'll tell you what, it's, uh, it must be one hell of a hamburger because it's £13.50. Yeah, London prices, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's well. Either that Kempi or, or Neeps just made that up, and it doesn't even exist. So <laughs> I, I hope we haven't been. I hope we haven't been duped there. Um, just quickly on the Champions League before we let you crack on with your uh, evening, Luke. I appreciate your time. Uh, mm-hmm. City, Bayern, Real Madrid, Chelsea. I, I know Chelsea will be hoping that they can kind of get a shot in the arm from their movements. Uh, for those English clubs, City and Chelsea, how do you rate their chances and how do they rate their chances? What noise is coming out of those clubs? I think it's difficult because they probably have been put on the hardest side of the draw possible. Um, you've got Bayern, who are one of the two favourites. City are obviously one of the other two favourites. So all of a sudden you're getting rid of one of those. Um, and then you've got Real Madrid, who just seem to have this knack of winning the Champions League, even though maybe on paper they they look down and out. Um, so I think at the moment it'll be interesting to see who wins one of um, Bayern Man City on the Chelsea side. I don't think there's much hope, but we again, we don't really know what sort of entity this Chelsea side is going to be because things can just change overnight. We saw the, the Tuchel appointment completely change them and then won the Champions League. Um, so it'll be an interesting watch. And then I think it's made even more interesting by the fact the other side of the draw has the Italian sides facing off against each other as well. And that then makes it interesting for who's going to get to the final because there's no real clear route for what the final is going to be at the moment, it doesn't feel. So, yeah. Yeah, it is interesting the way it's fallen. It's a really good point. Hey, last one for me before we let you crack on. Previous Mm -hmm. iterations of the Premier League, when there has been a champion side or a, a side that's got a split at the top of the competition, you can point to a player and say they're the marquee player of the Premier League. Or there might be a handful, one, two or three. Is is Erling Haaland the, now the guy with the championship belt in the Premier League? Is he the pin-up? Is he the future? Is he the next five years when you know these guys get to their peak? What Mo Salah probably was and, and what Ronaldo has been. You know, There's always been that star, the guy that's had the belt. Is that Haaland or is there someone else I'm not thinking of? Um, I think it's probably Haaland for the short term, but I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up deciding to move on from Man City. He strikes me as that sort of character who wouldn't just settle with playing for for City you know, in the next 10 years or so. Um, whereas perhaps longer term, I'd say Bukayo Saka could get himself amongst that because he's still very young and I can't see him playing for anyone other than Arsenal, especially if they have you know, a big run of um, dominance like we've seen with Man City lately. So, yeah. Yeah, good answer. Great. We'll keep our eyes on him. He's an absolute talent, that's for sure. All right, Luke, we'll let you carry on. Thank you so much for joining us this evening and uh, we appreciate all your good work that you're doing covering the Premier League up there in London.
Thank you. Thank you very much. Take care, guys. Luke Thrower, and it's a busy, busy time. 12 coaches sacked, Kempi. I know you've spoken about the Premier League turbulence before, but that's starting to absolutely take the mickey, isn't it? Oh, it is. And, you know, they have a, I guess, like a restart button up there where if they select the right coach. Look, only a year ago we were talking about Chris Woods going to Newcastle and uh, saving them from relegation, and now they're sitting third on the table. You know, and that basically says the re- uh, says enough of the reasoning of of coaches being sacked, the new coaches coming in to try and keep them out of that that relegation zone. That Everton going down would be so um, would be such big news in and around the Liverpool, Liverpool era. You know, yeah, you're, you're five minutes away from Liverpool. The 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 parochialism in and around those two clubs is is what history has been built on, and for them to go down after they're building that new stadium up the road. Um, you know, had to ask that question. The other one that well, I forgot to ask him was whether or not Harry Kane will end up at Manchester United next year, because Eric um, Ten Hag has has made a point to to go and get Harry Kane. Whether or not Tottenham will actually let him go to market. Um, one club man, Harry Kane. I can see it. I hope so. You know, I don't think there's as many of them left, and I hope so. Hey, is that burger real, Neeps, by the way? <laughs> Did you set me up, Neeps? No, I didn't set you up. It's real. <laughs> I double-checked it, and it's a travesty because it's the most bland burger I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Grilled chicken and coleslaw and tomato sauce. Like, come on. It's, I did, it's, I, it's no good. I actually, as soon as he said that, I actually checked it, and that's where the £13, pound for, like, hamburgers don't cost you $13 in New Zealand. Like, £13.50? Seriously. What's the... What's the conversion rate? No, to be fair, what is that? Is that twenty? It's like twenty-one bucks, is it? Thirteen pounds. Well, if it's two bucks, if it's two dollars, it's twenty-seven. Oh, 25 bucks. 2663. Yeah, 2663. Yeah. It's a travesty. Doesn't even say it comes with fries or a coke either. <laughs> that's like a that's a full-on meal and a jug of spates in a South Island pub. You know, yeah. <laughs> that is that is revolting. That's oh, a very good. Come point. on, Harry. Come on, uh, right now, right now we've got Tottenham and Everton. They're locked at nil. All massive game for both of them because if Tottenham can win, they put themselves up on fifty-three points. They go clear outright into third. They want that. Pre- uh, they want that Champions League spot. And Everton, well, they would put themselves on thirty, and they would kick clear and put themselves into thirteenth on the ladder, which would be a massive result for them as well uh, as they try to fight off relegation, as you point out, Kempi, a new stadium on the horizons. Um Premier League fans, Arsenal, is it a done deal? Double eight double three, Temper Boot Post Text Machine, oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. I think Arsenal fans are just tormented. They've got demons in their brains and they can't admit it. I think it's over. And they just need to start celebrating. What do you say? Oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. Kempi's off the back fence after this. We're here with Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.